production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you engage your community to celebrate staff? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of the Story Connect podcast. Hi, I'm Megan McCoy No, one of the storytellers at Pioneer and your host. I am joined by Lori Freeman, Manager of Public Relations and Marketing at Singing River Electric Cooperative in Mississippi. Lori, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, that. I am really excited about this. Uh, could you share how your utility invited the community to shower your staff with love on Valentine's Day? Yes, I would love to. Uh, we uh, actually creatively borrowed this idea from another co-op in Mississippi, uh, Southern Pine Electric, which is in Mississippi, had posted on Facebook a call for homemade valentines for their linemen. And we loved the idea, so we asked them if it was okay if we uh, did the same. And of course, they said yes, that's the co-op way. Mm-hmm. And so we posted around January 20th a call for valentines, thinking that maybe we would get 40, 50, maybe 100. We had have 85 linemen total, so that was kind of the goal we were working towards. Uh, The response, however, was overwhelming. We got between four and 500 homemade, (laughs) sweet, precious little Valentines. And depending on the age group of the students, the the artwork, the storytelling, uh, it, it, it was just amazing and precious and humbling and awe-inspiring. So it just, uh, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel loved. You know, they, they took this. It was church groups. It was uh, schools. It was just even precious little students where their parents had seen the social media posts. Some of our Lyman's children. Uh, it, it was just, it was truly remarkable response. Well, and I, I love this so much. And uh, for folks who aren't watching us on video, we're going to add pictures from your Facebook post so that folks can see them on our website at pioneer.coop. But uh, I was wondering, like, how did you just put it out on Facebook? Or was there anything else, any other channels to get this kind of a response? Because it truly so was just social media. <laughs> and that was the, uh, it was shared a good, good many times. We we tagged a few of our linemen wives that were teachers. Uh, but honestly, that was all it was. Uh, you know, we do have a decent following on, uh, well, we showed, we served, we shared it on other, we shared it on, I think, Instagram and Twitter, but really Facebook is our main social media mm-hmm. channel. Uh, but we just really were overwhelmed by this. And, you know, our employees have great uh, commitment to the community. And so it was kind of sweet because like one of our, uh, it used to be our Gushay District engineer, which is our southernmost office he got one of the kids he coached in baseball their valentine just you know it was just random and then one of our retired um employees he was a serviceman in the county that i live in his granddaughter has down syndrome and we just adore her she goes to our church well another co-worker who goes to our church got her valentine just randomly got and she was like i got elizabeth's valentine so you know we did we recognize these names because we are we live and work and volunteer here and so that that was an extra special unintended bonus that (laughs) 
happened. I love that, that you're actually recognizing the names of the kids sending in these Valentines. How did people get the Valentines to you? I mean, this started out on Facebook primarily. Did y'all include yes. a way for them to send? Well, after we posted it and, it, and it seemed like it was really kind of taking off locally, I edited the post to give a deadline for when the Valentine's needed to be returned by, and then I, I let people know that they can give them to employees, or they can drop them off at the office, or they can mail them, and I gave an address. Uh, most of the Valentines were dropped off. Uh, I would come into work, and, and Stephanie, uh, another one of my coworkers, and there would just be a pile of Valentines <laughs> on our desk. And sometimes we would know what teacher or classroom, and they were from all over, from the northernmost part. We served seven counties in Mississippi and two in Alabama. They were from schools all throughout, all throughout. I mean, just overwhelming it was it was very humbling and so so appreciated some of them were from our linemen's children and grandchildren and we tried to make sure those went back to their dads and grandpas uh again we started out with the linemen but but because we were received so many we were able to give them to every one of our employees yeah how many employees do y'all have total we have a little over 200. And like I said, we have, what is it, 85 linemen. So when we got so many, we actually were able to give multiple cards to everyone. And it was sweet because some of them were from little bitty, tiny children. And then others were from um, elementary school you know, children. So they each had, some of them had stories, you know, like I showed you, they folded out and they had written stories. And so we really did read each and every one. And it it just, uh, a lot of our employees, they were going around the office on Valentine's Day with huge smiles on their faces, telling each other about the artwork of the card, the handwriting, the way children had spelled things that was so endearing, or a story. It was received so well it was just we we just kind of did it because we thought it was cute in public relations and marketing but it really made an impact on the employees man I mean stories do that right especially when the stories are coming when you children yes yes Uh, did you have a favorite story from one of these valentines that you could share Well, uh, several of the ones that I saw, and I saw, I I think I read just about every one, um, and I don't know whether they were, but they were stories of them seeing the linemen in their yard. I saw you, and you came, and you fixed my power, and, you know, you you are a light in my life. They would say that. They would say phrases that had something to do with electricity. Just the most touching, heartfelt, um, childlike wisdom that, you know, it's just in its purest form. I love that. So that is for Valentine's Day. And I bet you'll probably be doing this again in different, (laughs) different iterations of this. We might do we might because it was so well received. Yes. (laughs) So I'm wondering, uh, how else have you invited the community to celebrate Singing River staff? That's a great question. Well, you know that we're down here on the Gulf Coast, so we do have a few hurricanes 
um, that hit us on occasion. Uh, the latest, the last one was Zeta, I believe. And uh, so we'll have businesses that automatically, like McAllister's just brought gallons of tea and here, here have tea on us and pizza places have brought pizza and a catfish place brought catfish and they'll bring it to the office to thank the employees. So that, that happens um, on occasion. Uh, but we we also initiated on our end. We try to remember um, there's days to recognize almost every department that you have, um, IT, HR, you know, accounting. So we try to Google, get the date, write it down. And what, one thing we've done is purchase the little um, cookies. Uh, that you can put writing or decorations on them, and they're not very expensive. And we did that for several years where we gave each department a cookie and took a group picture on their day, and we posted it in our employee news, and we have an e uh, internal um, e-newsletter. And so we would just kind of – it just made them feel a little bit appreciated. Yeah. And they seemed to like – even the guys seemed to like the cookie. So uh, nothing works every year if you repeat it. But those type of things, if you sprinkle them in every few years, are just well-received. I like that. Well, we are always on the lookout for fun ideas to celebrate staff. And yes. a lot of folks did some really cool stuff this year. I also heard our friends at CD Light Band in Tennessee – they used Valentine's Day as a fundraiser. Uh, staff ordered $1 candy grams, and then they sent them to each other, right? And the money went to Project Help, which was fun. I think they raised over $1,800 just with staff celebrating each other and I making it a fundraiser. That. Yeah. Makes me think of high school. <laughs> it does make you think of high school. You, you know? do that, you know? Candy yeah. grams. I know Grams. Electric in Mississippi, they took it as an opportunity to celebrate and show appreciation to their membership. So they mm -hmm. were like, we love our members for Valentine's Day. And I, I thought that was a really great um, idea and correlation, too. So, What did they do? Did they do anything special, hold an event for the members? I know in the past, uh, they have invited members, maybe, and they had uh, some type of food uh or giveaway at the office, but I, I don't recall what they did this year. I just remember seeing the, the artwork and thinking that was a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why limit the love to staff? I mean, I get geeked out about staff because internal communications, it's something we, we focus so much on the members. We forget sometimes to make sure to lift up our staff as well. But man, I mean, you know me, I love uh, members yes. and finding ways to celebrate members. And we uh, did, we, when we posted on Valentine's Day, we made sure we posted photos of the Valentines. We posted photos of our, in the comments of our alumni receiving the Valentines. And I tried to make sure that the thank you was it, the first thing that you really saw. It was, you know, thank you to our teachers. Thank you to our educators. Thank you to our moms, our grandmas, our church um, volunteers, whoever it was that encouraged and sat with and enabled these children to, to create these Valentines. You know, I wanted to make sure they felt thanked. I'd originally wanted to thank the schools, but the problem was we, like I said, we would come to work and there would be a pile on our desk and not always did we know where they were from. So the thank you had to be generic, but I hope it came across as heartfelt. Yeah. Well, the posts that I saw, I think you shared it personally. And then I saw the post yes. for Singing River. And I think that message came across loud and yes. clear. 
again, we'll make sure that we include links to those pictures um, on our website because they are just so sweet. Now, you mentioned that there are um, so many other days throughout the year to celebrate your staff. Um, Engineers Appreciation Week is in February. Uh, Line Worker Appreciation Month is always the big one. That is in April. But I think it's also important to make sure you're celebrating the rest of your staff, too. You know, Customer Service Appreciation Week is in October. There are weeks for IT appreciation, HR appreciation, so many more. Uh, I want to make sure folks know we do list a lot of these opportunities in Pioneer's Content Planner. It's free on our website. Um, But it's just chances to think about ways to celebrate the staff. Are there any other ways, you know, picnics or meals or anything else that Singing River does to celebrate your staff throughout the year? Well, we do a breakfast for Lyman Appreciation, but I was going to mention one thing that I just remembered. Um, You know, customer service week is a big one, and Mm -hmm. we try to do something different. This last year, we bought huge coloring posters, and we put them up in the different areas where we have MSRs, and we encouraged Mm -hmm. them to color with we gave them each color pencils and asked them to use it as a stress reliever throughout the week. And then the fifth day, it was like groovy. Our customer service is groovy. And they got to dress up 70s attire. And then another time uh, with MSR week, we gave everyone Tootsie Rolls. And we had big posters in the Tootsie Roll colors that said, great service is how we roll. And so uh, we have fun with that week every year. Because that, you know, other than Lyman, that's probably the second largest department or group of employees that we have so we kind of do bigger uh, things for the larger groups but we try to recognize by photographs you know um, personalized cookies or just some other little uh, thing with the you know like you said IT engineering accounting HR there are days for every group <laughs> so look it up yeah but I think days for I every group and a chance to celebrate everybody on your team celebrate their story uh, before I let you go is there anything else that you want folks to think about as they look for ways to celebrate their staff share Share what you're doing. Share, because that's how we get our ideas. We get our ideas from our other Mississippi co-ops. We get ideas from co-ops across the whole country. And when you talk about it, um, you know, that's how others get the idea, too. And anytime anybody wants to do anything that we've done, you're welcome to it. That's the co-op way is to creatively borrow or admire and acquire, whatever you want to call it. So thank you so much for having me. Of course, thank you for sharing your story with our family of utility pioneers. She is Lori Freeman, Manager of Public Relations and Marketing at Singing River Electric Cooperative, and I'm your host, Megan McCoy, now at Pioneer. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.